Sports are back. Save 40%. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Get all access to the Athletics' exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Get unlimited access to breaking news, in-depth stories, and expert analysis on what's sure to be one of the most enthralling seasons in sports history. I know that a lot of my friends have come to me recently and said they have an athletic subscription and they can't wait until they can turn on the TV and see sports happening in front of them and then turn to The Athletic and get the in-depth coverage that we provide here in St. Louis on the St. Louis Cardinals, the St. Louis Blues, and the University of Missouri. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com forward slash wewentblues, you can receive 40% off an annual subscription. Sports are back, and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com forward slash wewentblues for 40% off on an annual subscription. We hope to see you there. Welcome into episode 54 of We Went Blues. It's been a while since we've uh, come to you on the podcast. I've missed you guys. I hope you're looking forward to some playoff hockey. The Blues are practicing at their facility in Maryland Heights, Missouri for the past uh, two weeks, and they will head off to Edmonton on Sunday. They have an exhibition game against the Chicago Blackhawks on July 29th, and then the round robin begins August 2nd against the Colorado Avalanche. The Blues will play Colorado Vegas and also Dallas, we know, before they start the first round of the playoffs. If you did not see it at The Athletic, I have an uh, article up right now that ranks the eight opponents the Blues could see in the first round of the playoffs. A little comment on uh, each of those eight opponents and how the Blues fared against them this season. So that's at The Athletic uh, right now. And if you sign up at The Athletic, 40% discount. Uh, Part of what we bring you each and every week is also a podcast. And uh, this week, we want to uh, dig a little deeper and talk about the human side of what the players are going to go through in the bubble city. And uh, there's been a lot of talk about them being away from their families for two, two and a half months if they do indeed make it to the Stanley Cup final. A couple of the players touched on that this week. We'll get to those comments from Alex Petrangelo and also Ryan O'Reilly coming up later in the podcast. Uh, I also talked to Joey Vitale. He's, of course, the Blues color analyst on the on the radio side about this topic, and he being a former player, I value his perspective. So we'll hear from Joey Vitale later on. But to open up, I want to give a personal side to this. I've been covering the Blues for about 15 or 16 years. Uh, I started off covering uh, the Blues, and I just uh, had a wife. We did not have any children, and let me tell you, it was fun just to jump on those planes. At the time, I traveled with the team, city to city, nice hotels, restaurants, expense accounts. It was a blast. I'd check in with my wife, Sarah, and see how she's doing and tell her I was eating a steak, and she'd tell me she's eating ramen noodles and give me some trouble about my uh, expense account. So it was a blast, and and I want to be upfront that uh, it, it was the life for a while covering a professional sports team in that manner. But then all of a sudden, we had children. And I have an 11-year-old daughter now, uh, Georgia, a 7-year-old son, Eli. And when they came along, it was very tough to go on the road. As soon as I started packing my bags, I'd get kind of in a, not a foul mood, but just, uh, I can't believe I'm leaving again. I'm going to miss a ball game or I'm going to miss a school play. And I'll never forget this. Uh, 
Eli, again, now he's seven years old. His first birthday, the Blues were on the road. We were back in uh, New York for a game against the Rangers. I was in the press box at Madison Square Garden. And back home, they were singing happy birthday to our one-year-old son. And I was doing it on Skype. So I had my iPad. I had uh, had that up in the press box. And just to tune that in and, and see the kitchen area and see everybody sitting at the table and see them light the candles and everybody gather around and the lights go out. And here I am at the most famous arena in the world watching the St. Louis Blues play the New York Rangers. And I just wished I was at home. There was no other way about it. And uh, so I sang happy birthday from the press box and it was a bummer. I wouldn't trade my job for anything. Everybody talks about dream jobs. Everybody says you get to go uh, to the rink every day and cover the St. Louis Blues. It's it's awesome. But there's also a human side to it. And so it's got me thinking the past couple weeks as you hear more and more about the bubble. And you think about these players who are going to leave their families on Sunday. Some of them who, like me with Eli, have one-year-olds. Heck, some of them have six-month-olds, newborns. Uh, they're going to leave them for quite a while. And this comes on the heels of being around them for four or five months on a daily basis. And so these these kids and, and these dads, they get attached to each other, and now they're going to have to uh, to separate uh, for however long. Look, I get that they're millionaires. I get that Alex Petrangelo has $50 million in the bank. A lot of these guys are very well paid. But if there's one thing that I've noticed in my 15, 16 years covering the St. Louis Blues is that these guys are not robots. They're human. And a lot of times when you're not interviewing them for a story, you talk to them about the personal side of life. You ask how their kids are doing. Heck, I remember Keith Kachuk, Dallas Drake, Doug Waite, they used to ask me how my family was doing. It's fun to have those conversations and see the personal side. You see that the kind of the pressure gets lifted off them when they don't have to dissect the power play, the penalty kill. And so it's got me thinking about how it's going to be for these guys to wake up every single day and not have their wife, girlfriend, or children next to them. They're still going to have that pressure of winning in the playoffs. It reminded me of a conversation I had with Eric Brewer one time. He said, hey, we're on a long road trip. And, uh, you know, again, he pointed out that they're heavily paid. But he said, uh, look at everybody else that, that travels. And we're not just talking about the sports industry. There's a lot of people who don't make that kind of money, but yet they're still away from their families. And so later on in the podcast, I'll bring up a poll. I put a poll on Twitter today that asked the question, could you leave your family for two months? You know, forget about the salaries, forget about winning the Stanley Cup. Could you leave your family? I think those results are uh, interesting. We had over 1,000 people replied to the poll, and I'll give those results out just a little bit later. But as I bring it back to the Blues, imagine the Blues playoffs last year. Pat Maroon scores in double overtime. And what does the camera go to? It goes to his 10-year-old son, Anthony Maroon, who's crying in the stands. He's hugging Pat Maroon's girlfriend. He's hugging the other players' wives. Down in the locker room, I'm witnessing this firsthand. John Hamm, the Hollywood actor, is high-fiving Anthony Maroon. And a lot of these players were able to go home and celebrate with their loved ones that night. They're not going to be able to do that now. And I understand they still need to perform, and it's no excuse if they don't perform well. I just want to bring to light the emotional side of this. 
So I spoke about Alex Petrangelo. Alex Petrangelo has a wife, Jane. He has triplets that turned two uh, just this past week. The triplets, Evelyn, Theodore, Oliver. Maybe 20 or 30 years ago, some of these hockey players weren't heavily involved in their families' lives, maybe their, their children's lives, all the sports. There wasn't the time for it. And frankly, you know, the role of a husband, a dad back then just wasn't as involved as it is today. I can tell you firsthand, these guys today and Alex Petrangelo, Ryan O'Reilly, heavily involved in the lives of these kids. And, and so you have Evelyn, Theodore, and Oliver, the triplets, and we've seen them in the locker room a few times. And so when I hear about Alex Petrangelo leaving on Sunday, I think about these guys. So Alex Petrangelo was asked this week how tough that's going to be, and here's what he said. Um, I'm trying not to think about it that way. And this is, you know, it's, for me, it's nothing to do with hockey. I mean, we'll get up and we'll go. We're used to traveling. It's being away from the family. That's going to be the hard part. You know, I know a lot of people do it, you know, for work and, and whatever. But, uh, you know, we're used to coming home from games and, you know, sitting with the kids or getting up in the morning and the kids take your mind off your work. So it's going to be a tough, uh, tough for a lot of us that have kids. But, uh, you know, it's part of the business. We'll adjust. I think uh, we're just going to try and spend as much time with them as we can before we leave. And one of the things Alex Petrangelo was able to do this week, this just a couple days ago, the, the triplets uh, birthday was on Monday. I mentioned that they turned two. We talked to Alex Petrangelo prior to that day. He was giddy about being able to spend the day with them. And he said he was going to take up this entire week to do whatever he could to be there for his family. Here's what he said on that. Make sure I spoil them as much as I can here. Try and spoil my wife as much as I can before I leave and do as much as I can to help out because Okay, you know, you guys have heard me say it before. It's not easy to, to do what she does while I'm gone. So I'm going to miss them. But, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, when they watch Dad on TV, they'll understand. <laughs> As Alex says it right there, I just know what the feeling is uh, before I leave on trips. Uh, I also like to do as much as you can. Just set the family up for some success while you're gone. Well, of course, Alex Petrangelo isn't the only one. A number of Blues are going to be uh, leaving family, as I touched on. Ryan O'Reilly, he has a wife, Dana. They also have uh, two sons, Jameson, and a newborn, Declan, that he had during the quarantine period. So he's just a few months old. Ryan O'Reilly was also asked how tough it's going to be to leave the family this week. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's, we're getting close here. And yeah, it is kind of sad at home. And, you know, after being around there, especially with my, my, my little guy, you know, became kind of best friends and, and did everything together. And now it's, uh, it's kind of sad. That I'm not going to be around him and my wife and everyone. It's, it's going to be tough, but, uh, same time too, I'm kind of thinking, okay, like what do I have to bring, you know, what's going to be able to keep me busy. Am I bringing a guitar? Am I bringing an Xbox? Uh, how am I going to, you know, make sure I'm not uh, just sitting in my room doing nothing there. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a unique time. It's kind of, it's definitely different. And I'm sure Ryan O'Reilly will bring his guitar, but as he touches on there, again, it will be tough for him to leave his family. Look, I get that there's technology. I mentioned that uh, I was on Skype able to sing happy birthday to my son, and these guys have the fanciest of tools. They're going to be able to, you know, FaceTime and and uh, talk to their loved ones on the iPad, and, and they're probably going to have a lot of downtime. So uh, it's not uh, that they won't be able to communicate with these people. It's just the emotional side of it, uh, being away from them. You heard Alex Petrangelo touch on it uh, just a minute ago. Whereas, you know, after a tough game or after a loss, you know, you're not able to wake up the next day and take your mind off the game by uh, giving breakfast uh, to the little ones. Uh, also, you know, I, I recall whenever I think about this, a story uh, years ago, I was covering the University of Illinois football team 
and I was staying in a hotel in Champaign, Illinois. And I went down to the uh, jacuzzi area and there was a, uh, a young family. It was uh, the mom and uh, a couple kids. And as we sat there in the jacuzzi, uh, we just uh, talked about our, our stories and where we came from and what we did. And, and I asked her, uh, you know, how are you doing? And she said, good. You know, my husband is in a submarine uh, probably for the next year. And I thought, wow, how could you be away from, you know, your husband and he's away from the kids? Uh, and she said, that's just our way of life. And, you know, hockey players, two months is a long time. And there are people out there who leave for months on end, years on end, like that situation with the lady whose uh, husband was in a submarine and you get through it. And uh, and so this isn't anything unordinary. In fact, uh, you'll hear in the poll results here uh, that I mentioned earlier in the podcast that a lot of people have to do this and a lot of people are okay with it. Uh, again, I just want to bring up the, the, the emotional side that uh, these guys are going to be under the spotlight for two and a half months and are going to have to uh, rely on this communication with the families uh, the way that they, they don't normally have to do. And some of you are maybe thinking that, hey, I thought I heard or read that the families are going to be able to join them in the Stanley Cup semifinals, and then, of course, in the finals, and you're right. Uh, but there are some Blues players who don't intend to bring their families to the Hub Cities. It's just not worth it. The travel with the kids, it's going to be too much uh, so that uh, they're just going to stay back in St. Louis or wherever they live now and have to root on their husband and loved ones from afar. So uh, whereas you think that it might just be a six- or eight-week period until the families can get up there, it's actually going to be uh, much longer for some of the families. And so for a little better perspective on this, I figured why not uh, talk to Joey Vitale. He, of course, is the color analyst on the radio side, 101 ESPN for the St. Louis Blues, uh, had an NHL career, played with the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sidney Crosby, went on a ton of these road trips, has a has a big family. He and his wife, uh, I believe, are up to four children now. So uh, he knows what this feeling is like. I, I think my little chat with him today will give us even a little more insight on this. But first, we want to tell you about DraftKings. Grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. The boys will be getting back out on the diamond this week. And while we might not be able to join them at the park, there is plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your home. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a shot to play risk-free for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Just pick 10 players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way for you to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament. With millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there is no better place to have a skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use your promo code RUN to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code RUN to get a free shot at share of millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And we're back on episode 54 of We Want Blues, the podcast. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, I had a chance to sit down with Joey Vitale today. He is the color analyst of the St. Louis Blues at 101 ESPN. He's played in the NHL, and he knows what it's like to go on the road and be away from your family. I figured he could give even better perspective than I could. Here's what Joey Vitale had to say when I asked him about the effect that being gone and away from the family 
could have on these Blues players? You know, I think it's a I think it's a good question. I think that you see that how the long the bubble could go and the plan and, and everything and works with Toronto and Edmonton, but it didn't really hit me, Jr. Truthfully, until about a week and a half ago, we had Carl Gunnarsson on our show, and Carl said, "You know, we could be in Edmonton for two and a half months in a hotel." And it just hit—I don't know why, but just it hit me in that moment. I'm like, "Oh my God, that's like almost ten weeks. That could be ten weeks away from your family, which is hard enough. And then you're in a city like Edmonton, and no disrespect to Edmonton, but it's a—it's a blue collar, not much happening kind of city, and you're going to be stuck in a hotel. I know there's going to be other stuff going on with golf trips, but..." That's a long time to be quarantined in a hotel, playing hockey, and away from your wife and kids. And I know for a lot of players, certainly for me, you know, my family not only was great for time at home, but they played an integral role in who I was as a player. I'll, I'll give you an example. In Arizona, I would take pregame naps with my daughter. It was part of my routine. And she was four at the time, and we slept great, about an hour and a half in the afternoon. And, and that was part of my hockey routine heading into the game that night. You know, leaving a game, whether you had a bad game, you know, you come home. Uh, I can't tell you, and, and any parent out there will know this as they come home from a long time away or having a bad day at work, rather. Something about getting a hug from your daughter or your son or your wife. Like, you kind of forget about the worries of hockey. And to me, that's maybe going to be the trickiest part for these players. To have a bad game, to have a bad shift, maybe to be sad, you're going to be a healthy scratch, and you don't have uh, the relationship, or you can't hold your wife, or hold your kids, and you can't forget about the worries of hockey because you're kind of stuck in this essence of a bubble. So to me, that's that's what's going to be hard, and I think that fans out there need to appreciate what these players are about to undertake. I mean, you see Patrick Marlowe, you see these players that are leaving their families, and it's an emotional thing because I think that the time that they're going to spend away from their kids is time that can never really make up that's one thing we can never get back is time you can, money is interchangeable things are interchangeable but time you never get back and uh one thing i'll last i'll say about it is jr i think about some of these blues players that are going to be having newborns within this bubble a or b maybe they just had a newborn and any parent out there knows how much things change for a baby from day one to 10 weeks later, for example, and that's how long the Blues could be away from their families. A drastic change from a newborn baby you bring home, they got their umbilical cord, and you know, they're whining, all this kind of stuff, and then 10 weeks later, they're, they're a baby. I mean, they're almost like rolling around and chubby, and they're starting to kind of smile and recognize you, and that that is time that you'll never get back, and uh, especially for these players with young kids, it's, it, it is amazing. Uh, the sacrifice. I know they're making millions of dollars doing it, but it is a still a sacrifice of time that they will never make back up with these families. And um, I just think it's a great thing, and everyone really should appreciate it from a fan's perspective. A couple things, and thank you, Joy Vitale, uh, for doing that. Appreciate the response. Uh, a lot of perspective there. Uh, first of all, I didn't even think about that. His routine, like he, his daughter was a part of his regular routine, made him feel uh, normal. You know, he'd, he'd have the pregame nap. Uh, with her, and then he'd go out and he could be himself on the rink. Uh, secondly, Joey touches on the fact that I brought up earlier uh, that uh, these guys make millions of dollars. Nobody's going to feel sorry for them. As we mentioned, people uh, in the military, and thank you for your service. Uh, this is just part of their life. This is uh, You're gone for months at a time, all the time. And it's not just the military. There are people in, in different fields, and we'll hear from a couple of them in, in, in just a minute uh, as I read you these poll results. Uh, but Joey just brings a lot of thought uh, and candid thought to the situation for the St. Louis Blues. I just think that when you hear it from a player's perspective, and he was on, let's say, six, eight, ten-day road trips. We're not talking about two months. So that can really have an effect on the players, as he touched on there. 
but but I think Joey tells it in a real way uh, that you know these kids are going to be 10, 12 weeks uh, without their their dad, and and these dads are going to come back and and uh, see much different children, be able to hold them. They they can't wait until they come back, and I'm sure they hope that they're holding a Stanley Cup uh, too. So anyway, just wanted to come at you from a different uh, look today. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, human side, but I thought that uh, with a segment we're going to have called Checking with the Fans, what better way than to ask some of you how you feel? And we'll hear the human side uh, from you and your families as well. So this is what I put out on Twitter, and please follow me at JP Rutherford. That's at JP and then R-U-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D. Occasionally, I'll throw out these questions that we'll use uh, on our show, on our podcast. And the question today is, I'm putting together a poll for this upcoming podcast. Could you be away from your family for two months to do your job? Forget about NHL salaries and winning a Stanley Cup. That's not what I'm asking. Could you be away from your spouse and kids for that long? And the results uh, as of right now, as we're taping this podcast, 1,065 votes have been casted and the answer, yes, I could do that, 67%. No, 33%. And uh, as I think about these results, I wonder how these results are a little bit different after being with your loved ones for the past four or five months. Every single day, there's probably some people who just can't wait to get out of the house. And maybe that's what prompted some more of these uh, these yeses. But, you know, I'm not going to disagree with these results. These are uh, real life numbers. People uh, feel like they could go away. Uh, but I did want to read some of the responses. Uh, Diesel is, is one of the replies to the Twitter uh, poll today. And he says, two months is not a long time, especially with the technology nowadays. It's not like you'd be totally isolated from them for two months. But I also understand why people couldn't or wouldn't. I think that's a, a logical response. And we did touch on the technology earlier. They're going to be able to not only talk to their loved ones, but to see them as well on the FaceTime and so forth. Michael Joyner, he says, every military family does this more often than people imagine. At least now with Skype Zoom, you can video communicate as recently as uh, Desert Shield Storm. It was uh, still the mail. Yeah, I do remember that. My brother was in Iraq and we were sending letters and I think even emails. So that's a lot different than what they have today. Uh, Just a couple more. Brian Wilson, he says, I said no, but if I made millions, I think it'd be an easier choice. My wife could be a stay-at-home mom during that time, or we could afford uh, the help. And again, logical response. We try to keep you know, the money aspect out of it because, as, as I mentioned, these guys aren't robots, but I do think it, it plays a factor. If, if the loved ones at home have all the resources they need, then it does make it a lot easier than, let's just say, somebody, uh, a family that, that's making ends meet and they lose uh, dad for a couple months while he goes on the road. Uh, Let's read uh, Daniel Mushi. I hope I pronounced that right. Daniel says, uh, I travel for work regularly, gone a month, home a week, gone a month, ETC. I think I could do it to go win back-to-back Stanley Cups as well. Okay. And then we have uh, the goalie Panger. The goalie Panger. How about a shout-out for Panger there? Would it be impossible for me considering – would be impossible for me considering both of us have to work to keep our house – uh, but yeah, if I was making millions, no sweat. And there's what we just touched on a minute ago, the angle that uh, sometimes it, it's just not possible. So thank you for those responses. I really do appreciate it. want to incorporate the fans as much as possible. So never, ever hesitate to reply to these. And we thank you for all the votes casted today, over a thousand in that poll. Again, the results 
uh, when asked if you could leave your family for two months, 67% say yes, 33% uh, say no. Thank you for joining us on this edition, episode 54 of We Went Blues, the podcast. I had fun talking to you, and we, we hope to bring that side of things. Uh, we're going to be able to talk about plenty of hockey coming up. How long it, has it been since we've been able to say that? But we'll be uh, breaking things down. We'll have guests. Uh, we'll talk about the Blues Round Robin coming up, as I mentioned, August 2nd. They'll take on Colorado. These games are going to be on Fox Sports Midwest and NBC Sports Network. All these games early on, so you'll be able to watch the Blues finally since they've been off that game in Anaheim back in March. We also want to tell you about uh, the other pods at The Athletic, NHL, and NBC Play-By-Play. John Forslund joins Scott Burnside and guest co-host Eric Duhacek on the two-man advantage this week. Also, former Carolina Hurricanes executive Rick Dudley. I listened to that podcast. Uh, he's always an entertaining guest. He's on with my friend Craig Custance on a brand new edition of the Full 60 this week at The Athletic. And good friend Mike Zeisberger, one of the best from NHL.com and Jeff Rimmer, the voice of the Blue Jackets, our Aaron Portslines guest this week on Front and Nationwide at The Athletic. So tell your friends about the podcast, We Went Blues. Check out our comment section for each podcast episode at The Athletic app. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. We Went Blues on Apple. If you click on the show URL, theathletic.com forward slash We Went Blues, you'll get 40% off your subscription. Thank you for joining me. I'll be back with you next week. And the Blues will be in Edmonton, finally. They travel to the hub city of Edmonton and will experience that type of life beginning on Sunday. We'll have more from the players coming up in future podcasts. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be right back.